Welcome to Biblical Tapestry, episode 14, 1 John chapter 5, Declaring Victory. Biblical Tapestry is a podcast where we explore how the Bible is its own commentary and how the gospel is thoroughly woven from Genesis to Revelation. In this episode 14 in 1 John chapter 5, we already touched on verses 1 and 2 and now look at how obeying God is not a burden but rather a blessing. Victory is assured to the people of faith. We love God rather than power, prestige, and wealth. We can break free from that system of repression. And we will start with the beginning of the chapter in 1 John chapter 5. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the Father also loves the one born of Him. This is how we know that we love God's children, when we love God and obey His commands. For this is what love for God is, to keep, to keep his commands, and his commands are not a burden. Because everyone who has been born of God conquers the world. This is the victory that has conquered the world, our faith. Who is the one who conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Alright, back to verse 3. For this is what love for God is, to keep his commands, and his commands are not a burden because everyone who has been born of God conquers the world. So what makes the love for God real? Well, John tells us it's keeping God's commands. Obedience demonstrates a love for God, not as an outcome of a loving God, but an essential part of loving God. Just as when we were children, we did not want to disappoint our parents, we do not want to disappoint our Heavenly Father, as Christ quoted in John chapter 14, verse 15, If you love me, you will keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. He is the Spirit of truth. The world is unable to receive him because it doesn't see him or know him. But you do know him because he remains with you and will be with you. God's Spirit is actively helping us to keep obedient if we listen. Notice that God's commands are not burdensome. You know, certainly God's commands are exacting and they're demanding, but at the same time, they are not oppressive or crushing. It is not an oppressive burden to honor God with our lives. Our sense of freedom in Christ is not crushed by some terrible weight. People do that. People put the weight. People put those kinds of burdens. In Matthew chapter 23 verse 1, then Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples. The scribes and the Pharisees are seated in the chair of Moses. Therefore do whatever they tell you and observe it, but don't do what they do because they don't practice what they teach. They tie up heavy loads that are hard to carry and put them on people's shoulders, but they themselves aren't willing to lift a finger to move them. They do everything to be seen by others. They enlarge their phylacteries and lengthen their tassels. They love the place of honor at banquets, the front seats in the synagogues, greetings in the marketplaces, and to be called rabbi by people. Daniel Lakin says, Jesus does not weigh down his people with meaningless laws that do not affect the heart. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Jesus says this, Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke and learn from me, 
because I am lowly and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. In Psalm 112, verse 1, Hallelujah! Happy is the person who fears the Lord, taking great delight in his commands. Psalm 119, 174 says, I long for your salvation, Lord, and your instruction is my delight. In 1 John chapter 5, verse, first part of verse 4, because everyone who has been born of God conquers the world. The promise here is that everyone who has been born of God is saved from judgment by the grace of God through the Messiah, Jesus Christ. They can be, through God's grace, overcome the negative influences that would hamper obedience to God. Believers have supernatural abilities to withstand the influences of the world around us. This term world means the structures that are at war with God and his people. John chapter 16 verse 33, Jesus says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. You'll have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. The worldly influences are the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and pride of life. Our faith is the offensive weapon against these things. Looking at the second part of verse 4 and into verse 5, this is the victory that has conquered the world, our faith. Who is the one who conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? The completion of verse 4 gives us the answer to what conquered the world and gives us victory. That is faith in God and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. Daily victory is ours if we exercise faith in Christ. In Romans chapter 10 verse 9 it says, If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. One believes with the heart resulting in righteousness, and one confesses with the mouth resulting in salvation. For the scripture says, everyone who believes on him will not be put to shame, since there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, because the same Lord of all richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. John puts together the new birth and the faith in Christ, both working together to help believers to not be consumed by what they don't have or what they do have. This love of stuff is replaced for the love of God. Quoting John Piper from his sermon, Regeneration, Faith, Love, in that order, Faith sees that Jesus is better. That is why faith conquers the world. The world held us in bondage by the power of its desires, but now our eyes have been opened by the new birth to see the superior desirability of Jesus. Jesus is better than the desires of the flesh, better than the desire of the eyes, and better than the riches that strangle us with greed and pride. Daniel Aiken also says, Faith is the victory that overcome the world. Faith is a birthmark that says, You're a child of God. 1 John 5, 5, Who is the one who conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Victory is gained by those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus was more than a mere man. 
He was also God, and as the God-man, he was the only one who could replace the wrath of God from mankind. He paid the price. He was the propitiation, the substitute on the cross for us, all given because of the love of God to bring us back to a right relationship with God. The belief in the Savior gives his believers the ability to conquer the selfishness and evil of the world around us. Romans 8.35 says, Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Can affliction or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, Because of you we are being put to death all day long. We are counted as sheep to be slaughtered. Knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is Christ Jesus our Lord. Through Christ, we have victory. In 1 Corinthians 15, 54, it says, When this corruptible body is clothed with incorruptibility, and this mortal body is clothed with immortality, then the saying that is written will take place, Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where death is your victory? Where death is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the Lord's work, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Adrian Rogers said, Faith in faith is just positive thinking, but faith in Jesus is salvation. John implores us to choose Jesus, to choose life, choose the best life forever and ever, not just for a moment. In John chapter 3, verse 36, The one who believes in the Son has eternal life, but the one who rejects the Son will not see life. Instead, the wrath of God remains on him. Christ has something much better for us than condemnation. He wants us to believe that he is the Messiah. He wants us to experience a new birth. He wants to change your heart to delight in serving God and loving God and his family. He wants you to embrace his love in order to keep his commands. He wants to fill us with faith to give us victory from sin and temptation. He wants us to be an obvious light for the glory of God to show the world. I pray this podcast finds you well. Next episode 15, we continue in 1 John chapter 5, evidence that Jesus is the Son of God. I hope you'll tune in for that. God bless you and have a blessed day and a blessed Christmas season. I pray that you have that close abiding relationship with our Creator and Savior and produce daily the evidence of a new birth.